All right, I've got Lana Kerr on the show. She is the founder and the CEO of Lumisk Skincare, and she's also pioneering the skin rejuvenation industry with CO2 Lift. Lana, welcome to the show. It's great to be here, Joel. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to jump into things with you because you've got this gel. I've been doing a little research, and I know a little bit, but not as much as you know, obviously, but... You're using this some kind of gel that has carbon dioxide and it helps with regeneration and anti-aging. And you've also got this sub company called CO2 Lift V for vulva or vaginal rejuvenation. I'm talking to my wife. I go, babe, have you ever heard of this? Like this is, you know, I'm 41. She's 43. I'm like, are these things we should be thinking about? And so I'm so happy to have you on the show. But before we jump into all these awesome anti-aging and biohacking questions, like how did you... How did you even get into this industry of carbon dioxide and its rejuvenating effects? Great question, Joel. You know, I have, my background is in accounting and finance, so it's a totally different thing. Um, but I went back to school, studied nutrition, and you're talking about 20 years ago, open weight loss clinics. So we and we've actually helped thousands to achieve their ideal body fat. We had clinics throughout Florida, and then we went um, virtual and opened uh, just one spa. And it was just a natural transition. I think when people lost weight, they wanted to start looking better and getting to their skin. So we opened it in Las Olas and, uh, you know, just looking for something that was unique and different, similar to our, our weight loss system, just to bring to people to regenerate their skin and um, just doing research. And, and we, we saw carboxytherapy and that was new to the United States. So even though it's something that was very um, an old therapy that was done through Europe and in South America, we, I had never heard about it. So I'm like, let's bring this on, especially when I saw some of the results that carboxy was giving. Now, carboxytherapy, just to tell your audience, is a therapeutic use of CO2 gas to regenerate the skin. And the method that I saw was just through a needle. So they'd use a tank of CO2, put it into the skin, and would regenerate the skin very quickly. Anyway, just doing research to find, I mean, there must be another way that it's being done. We found these uh, scientists in Japan that actually patented a delivery system through a gel. And so we connected with them, and now we have the exclusive license to that technology. But that's how CO2 Lift was born back in 2016. Wow. And, I mean, it's so amazing because you took that career that you were doing before, and now this has been your mission. This has been what you've been going out on the world and producing for the last few years. So that's really cool. What have you noticed? I'm just curious. I mean, you look great, but what have you, done? What, what have you noticed from usually people that have, you know, they start a project or a mission to change the world. They've probably had some profound effects, too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I get anything that I've ever gotten behind or had passion towards is something that has affected me personally. So even with weight loss, it was something that I needed. And when it worked for me, we just kind of helped thousands to benefit from the same thing. It's the same thing with CO2. I mean, my skin now in my 50s looks better than my skin ever did, even in my 30s. I mean, one of the things I had was melasma, which, you know, growing up in Jamaica, we're into bleaching. So you're talking, when we talk about bleaching means that we go into the sun, we put coconut oil on and just bleach, <laughs> which it means not lighten, but darken. And that those kind of... Um, effects or those type of practices really catch up to you. And in my 30s, I started noticing a lot of melasma. Um, wow. And so I wasn't a person who wore makeup. You know, you talked to a lot of Jamaicans. We don't wear makeup. It's too hot. You melt. So, but I actually here started to having to put to cover up. So I noticed, I mean, now, I mean, my, my skin is clear. I don't have that issue. And it's over time. In fact, some of the dermatologists who knew me when I just started to see me after, they were like, Lana, your skin has totally improved. And it also, too, my skin is just thicker. I have very thin skin normally, um, just my background, my heritage. And now my skin is very thick. I feel my skin is fuller. My skin, I just look more, it's more youthful than in, um, in, in my 30s. So I have definitely seen a result. And I've had many stories in between that have had just disastrous effects to something that I've done that the CO2 lift has corrected. So I'm a total believer in CO2 lift carboxy. Yeah, I, I am too. I mean, and I, I only know a little bit, like we were talking about offline, there is this suit you can wear, this carbon dioxide suit. It's this big blue suit and they inject it with carbon dioxide. And from my understanding, but you would probably know more, is that, you, and you know, we always think carbon dioxide is like a poisonous gas, right? Oh, you, you know, because we need oxygen to live, to breathe. But 
carbon dioxide has all these health benefits as well. And I know some of the effects is like nitric oxide increasing, and that's very powerful, especially in anti-aging or in blood flow. Um, but what are some of the benefits in general before we start talking about vaginal health, which I do, do want to get, get into? What, what, um, what are some of the benefits of carbon dioxide for the skin that you, maybe we haven't talked about already? Yes, I think, you know, when you think, when people think of poison, they think carbon monoxide, right? You can die. Um, but carbon dioxide is a very natural thing to the human body. We breathe out carbon dioxide and we take in oxygen. It's just that because we breathe it out, people said, what would be the benefit of putting it into your skin? So when we put CO2 into the skin, the body's naturally going to want to rebalance itself. If you, just in layman's term, if you think of a scale, our body's in balance. But if you put CO2 gas in, the body now has to rush oxygen-rich blood to that area to rebalance it. And in the rushing of oxygen, the capillaries are going to open. So waste is going to come out. And then you're going to have all that nutrition that's in the blood that's going to go in. So it's going to bring hydration to the skin. And one of the, th the benefits of hydration, I always like to say, you don't get old, you dry up. Because the body loses the ability to hold water. So the skin gets thinner. And so that's how you start getting the fine lines and wrinkles. And then so many ho host of other things that take place. And so skin needs water. And no matter how much water you consume, it's not necessarily going to the skin. We need water, but for the skin, we need, it, it has to be circulation, bringing that blood with the water. Most of our bodies is 70% water, right? So we need that in to give that fullness in our skin and that glow that we need, as well as the fact that now with that, all the nutrition is going to come and rebuild oxygen. So therefore, the CO2 is great for skin health, regardless of where it is on the body. So we often focus on the face and the neck. But again, your entire body, as we get older, starts to get crepey is because it's drying out. So this fills it with water, nutrition and gives us that healthy looking baby looking, you know, baby bottom looking skin is what we want. And that's yeah. what CO2 lift is going to do. Very cool. Okay, let's jump into it. Without further ado, clitoral atrophy. Okay, what do we talk? I mean, Lana, I mean, this is a thing? Like women, like do they need to go to the, you know, I think of atrophy, it's like a muscle. It's not getting worked out. So what are we seeing in women? And I'm curious too is, you know, my wife looks great. She's 43. But like when do we start seeing this happen, this atrophy in women? And they may want to consider doing this as a preventative yeah, they're very, very real, very true. So, I mean, you know, men, as you said, many people think, you know, if you just more, if you don't use it, you lose it, right? And so they think more sex is going to keep it going. It's not necessarily true. And we don't necessarily see it because, again, that's two things we're seeing. So we're talking about the vulva and we're talking about the vagina, right? Mm. And for the clitoris, it needs blood flow to stay healthy. And we, we're only seeing the tip of it, right? In a woman, we only see the tip. Everything is kind of buried inside. So what hap when do we start aging? You look at that. We start aging, they say around 25. Things start slowing down. And we don't necessarily see it. Even if you look at a 25 or 30-year-old, you look at their skin, it looks great. However, if you came with a, micro, a microscope and looked, you'll see very fine lines that if it's not treated, it gets deeper. And then you see the evidence of it in their 30s and 40s. Well, think of the vulva and the vagina. We're not really looking at it with any microscope. We're not looking inside. In fact, I've heard a gynecologist say that you can tell a woman's true age by looking in her vagina because you're going to see how the tissue is looking. So I think that, you know, you you don't see your, as you said, your wife is in her 40s. I think for me, it was when I was in my late 40s that I actually started noticing a difference in terms of the quality of sex that I was having intercourse. Mm. Um, I started not feeling my husband in the same way, but it changes. It varies for so many women. And that is not a, a result of just hormones because I was on hormones before I noticed it. So we're talking about truly blood flow to the clitoris, which if you don't, if the lack of it causes atrophy, and then also blood flow in the vaginal canal, which will, if lack of it, and aging causes it to get thinner, just like in the skin. And so when it gets thinner, it feels looser to her and to her partner. And then also, too, the nerves are not as sharp. The clitoris is not easily to, easy to get engorged. So it takes a lot more work as opposed to if you keep that healthy, you're coming to the table ready to eat, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I, I, okay, I like that. And I think, um, okay, so why... Okay, so we know this, that, that the clitoris 
it, it, it atrophies. Why should women, why should they care? Okay, because the, because when we talk about, well, a couple things. Well, first of all, you know, sexual pleasure is from two different areas. We're talking about the vulva health, which would have would include the clitoris, right? You want to, if, if sexual function is important to you, which I don't know which woman it wouldn't be important to, um, then you want to keep that going. And the thing about it is, is that as we get older, I think it's natural just thinking, talking to my, my mother and her friends, they kind of don't understand that that is a problem that can be fixed. They just kind of, you know, as we're just older, so we're not necessarily into sex that much, right? Um, so it, it can affect their relationship, not only with themselves, but with their partner, because, you know, sexual intercourse, sexual intimacy is a big part of connection with your partner. So you want that to keep going. So that they need to care for that reason. Also, vaginal health is important because then you talk about, you know, atrophy causing pain, causing burning, causing, um, causing, you know, infections because our pH changes. So those are the two things you want to think about. And, you know, it was interesting when we did our study, our double blind study with the CO2 left V, which is what we called it. Um, it affected the, the, we, so it was a blind study, which means that Half of the population got an uh, ultrasound gel, which was a placebo. So here it is. Everyone thought they were getting something that's going to help with sexual function. So we gave half the uh, placebo, the ultrasound gel, and the other half the CO2 lift technology. Then we did something called an FSFI questionnaire, which is a standardized sexual function questionnaire that women are looking at. Uh, orgasm, they're looking at desire, they're looking at lubrication and, and so on. The women that received the ultrasound gel showed no changes at all in any of the areas. The women that use the CO2 lift V technology showed significant changes in all areas in sexual function. But what was interesting to me is that desire was changed. Because I was thinking, even in the placebo, you think women are thinking they're getting something that's going to help with that. It didn't change desire. Whereas the women that got the CO2 lift V showed significant increase in desire. Why is that? So it's because of blood flow. So why does a woman want to care about that? Because if she wants to feel youthful, feel desire, feel not her, you know, her libido, as well as to, to actually enjoy, continue to enjoy sexual intercourse in the same way, she will need to take care of that area because eventually it's going to change for all of us. We're all aging. So whether it be in our 40s or in our 50s or in our 60s, we're definitely going to have a decrease in desire if we don't do anything about it, as well as a decrease in enjoyment. So that's the reason why you want to take care of it. And why you want to start early is because it's always prevention is better than cure. If you start earlier, then you won't experience a dip. You just continue on with a youthfully functioning vulva vagina. I love it. And I'm glad you mentioned that because... I'm thinking just from the side of the mindset, the self-confidence, but man, you just hit it on the head. I mean, if you feel more the desire to do that, then there's going to be better connection with your, your husband, your significant other. You're going to have that. I mean, that just ties into everything in that dynamic of the relationship. But there's also just the health benefits, which I didn't even think about, like the pH. So that's really neat that you can actually, you're getting health benefits too, not just some of the, you know, Again, I think anybody listening to this is thinking it's just a quick, oh, this is why I have better sex. It's like, no, it, it, yes, but there's also these other downstream effects. Yeah. I mean, even when you talk, and just, again, this because I'm in this, I talk to women constantly. A lot of physicians tell me about their patients. You know, women experience burning vaginas. You wow. know, just, they just still feel uncomfortable. So it's not just about sexual health. It's just about feeling good in your skin. You know, feeling, you know, again, the, because of the change in pH, women are more prone to infection. So that's another issue that CO2 lift health because it rebalances the pH. So I think it's about, you know, we talked about confidence. When you feel good, when you feel, uh, you feel good in that area too, it lends to confidence. It lends to being more assertive. But also too, it's, you know, I think the act of taking care of that area brings that mind-body connection that we as women don't necessarily have the, the sexual cues that men have. You know, we, if when we take care of that, expecting sexual pleasure to be enjoyable, then we're more confident, then we want to. I mean, it's, it's, we, we will initiate it more. We'll see the benefit of doing that more. And when we understand the benefit of sex for us about that uh, connection, not only again with our partner, but with ourselves, we'll want to 
to be able to do that. Yeah, I love everything you're saying. And I think um, a lot of men, too, there's this idea that, oh, well, you know, my testosterone is low because I'm in my 40s. And I'm like, no, it shouldn't be. I mean, it could be. Yes, it dips. But we don't have to age that way. And I like how you're saying, like, yeah, we don't need to be this way. Everyone has this premonition that, oh, you know, you have kids or this is what hap- This is what's supposed to happen, like, as we age. And it's like, no, you can actually, there's solutions. And so I'm really happy that you've created one. Really quick before we move on, but you mentioned pH and burning. That's not just like some normal infection, like a candida infection. Like this is just, they could have burning, regular burning, even without an infection, just because of the pH? Well, not only just the pH. I mean, just speaking with physicians, I'm hearing this. And again, I haven't experienced that myself, but they're just, it feels, it according to, and some women that I've spoken to, they just have, it's burning just from, Mm. not just pH, but just from, I think just from aging, it just mm. feels some even some women are just so dry too, and the atrophy sets in, they can't even nothing can even go inside. So wow. that is uncomfortable as well. You know, and then on, and then, you know, too, Joel, I'm understanding more and more women are being are, are facing something called lichen sclerosis, which is really undiagnosed, underdiagnosed in this country. And just seeing some of the discomfort that these women experience that they, now they sex is just off the table. So we're just talking about even peeing, urinating. It's painful. And just I just received a picture, and I'll send it to you when we're finished, of just someone, a doctor sent me one of her patients who just with the CO2 V, how it actually opened up that fibrosis that was taking place. So if you think about it, you think about the vagina is just closed from this thing like overgrowth because of lichen. And by using the CO2 lift now, it opens up. So I, if you see these pictures, you'd be thinking, how can, how does she function? You know, how she can't have sex? How yeah. does she pee? Because it's all closed in. It's, it's, it's really just amazing. But anyway, yeah. So we have so many different issues that can affect a woman that she may not know what it is. She may just experience burning. She must experience drying. She may experience discomfort or itching on the vulva. That here it is. You have something that's going to help with, with skin, skin there and internal in the in vaginal skin as well. Mm, very interesting. Okay, when would you recommend, and I know we can't do this for everybody, but when, like you said, I'm all about preventative care, when would you tell women in general, this is with the age, like, hey, this is something I would look at investing in, and then how often should they do it? Um, is it like do it once a year, or what are, what are your thoughts? So I would say that just like in aging, I mean, Okay, let's talk about just the skin on the face. You know, you look at different countries and their their habits. You look in, in say, Korea. When do when does a woman start skincare? They start from fifteen. You know, I mean, you know, and that's why they look the ones that do that. They look young in their fifty. You would they look fifteen, twenty years younger because they start earlier. Here in this country, we start at a much later age. Now things are changing, but the thing about it is, so think of down there. Vulva, vaginal skin. When should that start? Well, I mean, if I was to think you would start the same time you st- you're talking about in your 20s. Why not start something that's keeping that and maybe just do it every six months? In other words, it's not as when someone is in their 40s. Now, when someone reaches 40 to me, they need to bring their 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 reverse the aging that's down there. And they're going to need at least 10 treatments. And the thing with it, like when I did it, I did not remember how good sex felt. Mm. It was so, it's funny. It's like aging is so gradual. We can see it in our, we can't, in our skin, we have pictures. So, you know, say you, say you didn't do anything in your skin. It's just so gradual. You don't look, start looking old until you look back at an old picture and like, oh my God, I look so much older because we're looking at ourselves. Down there, we're not looking at it in the same way. And even our feelings, we may not remember how it felt. So in our forties, we kind of sometimes forget how it could feel like in our 20s until we reverse that. So for me, after doing the 10, I was like, oh my goodness. I did not remember how good it was until you remember. Yeah. So I would say for a woman, if if you have the ability to start early, like you're talking about in your late 20s, 30s, I would start it. And maybe just once a quarter or once every six months. But by the time you reach 40, if you haven't done anything for vulva vaginal health, you definitely should consider doing 10 treatments. So you would do one a night for 10 nights and that's it. And then you would see a huge difference. Your partner would feel a difference within the first three or four. And then you just maintain that with doing once a month, doing something 
doing a, uh, uh, an application. And what does an application include? You simply mix it, mix it together, pull it up in the applicator, insert it similar to a tampon, about two thirds of the gel. The last third, you're gonna put on the vulva to the perineum. You put on a uh, panty liner, go to bed, wake up in the morning, it plops out. There's no downtime and you're good to go. Wow, okay. What about what about uh, menopause or women? You know, is there have you because I know hormones and everything change. Is that another thing that you would say? Yeah, absolutely. Like when you hit this stage, that's something else you're going to want to consider. Oh, definitely. I was a big advocate of checking your hormones from 35. I think women should check it just to know what their baseline is so that when things start changing, you can supplement it. So I was on hormones from I was I think 45, I started some type of hormone replacement therapy and still I noticed a difference because I was more, I was very, you know, observant on how I felt. It's funny, I had a conversation with my mom when I was getting married. So when I was getting married, I was getting married at 26. So I'm married now, how many, 26 years. And I said to mommy, you know, how do I, mommy said to me to keep your marriage strong, two things, cook for him every day and give him sex every day that was her advice <laughs> so, and so but i kind of misunderstood it to mean you know it, it was more for terry like sex is for him right mm -hmm. until so that's why i know after kids and business and stress i it was more of a to-do thing it was like yep. pick it off, right yep. so i went back to her and so now i'm in my early 40s and i said mommy i don't know if i'm enjoying this you know how do i how do i have good sex how do i know how to have good sex and she said Good sex is like playing tennis. It's just a different set of balls. You have to focus on hitting the ball. Now, Joel, that changed a lot for me because what it taught me, what she was telling me, is that sex is more about connection. It's not mm -hmm. something about, uh, as a job, a to-do thing. It's really about connecting with Terry, connecting with myself, connecting with Terry. So I started going into that with that different mindset and it changed how I was feeling. So that's why it was, it was easy for me to recognize when I was in my late 40s, that things were changing, like something else, because I had the right mindset. It wasn't any different with Terry. So what is changing with me? That's when I went to my gynecologist and I was already on hormones replacement therapy. And she wow. was telling me that, you know, as we get older, you know, the tissue gets thinner, all of what we talked about earlier, she was recommending an energy based device. So I signed up for it. But on leaving, just remember, just thinking, you know, we have something that works very much like an energy-based device because what are energy-based devices doing? It's controlled damage to the tissue to force the body to start healing. Well, CO2 lift carboxy is very similar, except with no damage. When you put CO2 into the skin, the body is almost like a, an injury, but it's, it's not really. The body just now has to rush oxygen-rich blood, start that healing process and regenerating process. So would it work for that? And that's when I had gone to one of our medical advisors and said, listen, what do you think about using CO2 for the vulva vaginal tissue? And he was like, that is, yes, let's try it. So then we started with the the, the blind, the double blind um, study just as a pilot to test. And we found out it worked. And then we did the larger one, which was published. And now we're actually in the process of doing another one there. It's uh, in Houston. Dr. Kimberly Evans is spearheading it. We've got IRB approval. She's getting the subjects in. And it's 50 women double blind, but we added stress incontinence as an indication, which means when, when, when that happens to a woman, what that means is she'll cough. Sometimes a woman will cough and pee because of atrophy. So we've noticed so many of the, our customers and so many of their, the doctor's patients who've suffered from that using the CO2 Live V are able to run and not pee on themselves, cough and not pee on themselves. So we added that as an indication. So that's in, it's going on right now. Okay. You just read my mind. My next question was literally, what about pelvic floor? I know a lot of women suffer from that. And, you know, pelvic floor could also be uh, anatomical or a core problem, but we're still in that region. Um, and so, I'm, okay, so you get, you've already seen success then with yes. pelvic floor issues then too and incontinence. Yes. Of course, I'm a big believer in pelvic floor exercise, going to PT to help with that. But, so, but as we talked about atrophy, one of the symptoms is, is that you're going to have leakage. Mm -hmm. And it could be, so if you can reverse those things, you can probably reverse that as well. 
And that's what we're seeing with so many patients. In fact, even myself, it's interesting when we, when I started this, because I didn't have that in mind as a benefit, I never, I wasn't paying attention. And so it was a habit of mine that if I sneeze, I would cross my legs or if I cough, I would cross my legs. And I wasn't having to do that anymore. And Terry said to my husband said, and I, that's when I noticed, or, and then I was able to jump on a trampoline and not pee. And so those are things that I didn't even pay attention to was a benefit, which now so many other women started expressing that. And I'm like, that's so true. That's not my problem anymore. Yeah. Okay. Love this. Wow. There's so many uh, applications that this thing works for. So this is really cool. Any downsides to CO2 or is there anything that women should know about complications? You know that I hate that I'm thinking everything in life, but is there a downside to water? You know what I'm saying? What is the downside? I mean, there's no, it's, 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 uh, it's a benign product. It's just CO2 gas. So it's in the gel form. When you put it on, we have not, we've had really great results. I mean, we have had, you're talking about from, as again, from very serious conditions, like lichen to just someone like myself, just aging, we've had great results. Um, I think that, um, I think that the only thing I would say what we've had experience is if people get it inside of the urethra, mm. so they may have a feeling of wanting to pee. So we like to say, you know, you just avoid that. You know, I put it on the whole thing. I don't put it inside my urethra, but if you place the whole thing and you put it on people who, because no blood flow, they may get the sensation, you know, that they want to pee. I think that's the only thing that we've noticed which I don't want a woman to have that feeling of wanting to pee. But again, so you put it on, you put it inside. To me, that just means it's working. <laughs> well, something's right? happening, right? Yeah, we got something, good. <laughs> something's happening, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, it's a very simple application. I think the hardest part of it is actually putting it into the syringe. And so I always show women, we have on so many on our websites and on videos on YouTube on women doing it. It's the applicator, you, you, the gel is thick. So once you mix it, you have to immediately just pull the applicator slowly, not having getting any air, and it will fill up in the applicator, insert, do it again, insert like two or three times and the leftovers on the outside and you're good to go. I love it, easy. Any, uh, anything else that you would, cause you know, you were talking about other therapies um, out there, you know, you could put red light uh, on the vagina. You could do HBOT. You could. There's um, there's O shots. There's uh, there's those devices that use like the Gaines wave. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else out there that you like just personally for sexual rejuvenation, or that you'd recommend? Yeah, you could do this on top of the CO2 lift. Well, okay. So you know, again, because I work with so many doctors and all of those different th things, O shot, different type of energy based devices people have used and they've used it in combination. Um, I think, you know, so if I always like combination therapy, I think combination therapy is more than one plus one equals two. It's just an exponential benefit. Yeah. Um, I definitely know that for people who are using energy-based devices, this is a great add-on reason because there's some of them that have downtime. You know, I, I think that the Empower platform, which is in mode, Morpheus has done a big job. They've been, they're great on their marketing. So people hear of in mode, they think of Morpheus for the face. Now they have a Morpheus V that they mm. use, which is microneedling radio frequency in the vulva vagina. Wow. Now, one of the things with, and I'll use that because they, again, they do such a great job in their marketing. One of their their doctors who had the device before, she they gave it to her to establish a protocol. And when you're doing Morpheus for the face, one of the things that she and many physicians do is to pre-treat the skin before Morpheus. But they put it on top of the numbing cream. For, so they're doing two things. They're pre-treating the skin with hydration because an energy-based device is looking for the water in the skin. And one of the benefits of CO2 lift is that it increases hydration over 117% after one application. So if you're wow. putting the water in the skin, the energy is looking for it, you're gonna get a better result. But by putting it on top of the numbing cream, it's helping the numbing cream to, to, to penetrate more, it's going to give a more comfortable experience. So a lot of people who do Morpheus, or and you know, they experience some discomfort, but when using it with the CO2 lift, it's much more tolerable. So she decided to do that with the V. So she did, she put the, the numbing cream inside, then she put the CO2 lift V, then she did the Morpheus V. So I had it done, 
um, because the reason why she wanted to, uh, to one of their main trainers to see it being done. So you think of 995 pulses on your clitoris, on your vulva. So what did I feel? I felt maybe two, three stapler, <laughs> stapler picks the first, the first three goes. I was like, but that's it. The pain was, 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 I didn't feel it because again, the CO2 lift V helps. But what was more impressive to them is that after 995 pulses, there was no swelling. Mm. In other words, usually it's swelling and there's a little bit of a downtime. So what the doctor did, Dr. Jen Owens, well, after she did it, she put the CO2 lift V immediately after, but before even putting a second one in. So she did on the numbing cream, CO2 lift V, that was the first one. When she's finished a treatment, she did another one. But before she even put the other one in, just looking at it, it there was no swelling. She put it in. And then again, I could have ridden a horse the next day. You know, so because of the CO2 levy. So you asked me, there are definitely treatments out there that uh, many people benefit from. I think the benefit of using it with a CO2 levy, they're going to get a quicker result. They're going to have less downtime. And then certainly to maintain it. You know, you think of you're investing in TV and you do some type of insurance, right? This is like an insurance to extend an, a warranty. You're extending the benefit of that expensive treatment that you've done. But the CO2 lift V is very affordable, so it's less expensive than any of those other modalities that you mentioned. And as a standalone, it really is. I don't. It's good. It's good enough. But again, I'm not trying to. If you want like all other therapies, doing it together to me, all the better. Yeah. If cost is no object. Go out and do everything, right? But, exactly. And it, what I love about your product is that you can do it at your house, right? You don't have to go to an expensive clinic. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars on a device. You just get the kit and you just go to town and, and you're good. And the, yeah. and the results speak for themselves. So that's really cool. Yeah. Any are there other? Uh, I mean, are there other brands out there doing that? I'm I'm, I'm just wondering also like what makes. Any, anything else that would make CO2 Lift V unique or the ingredients? My wife is a big person when it comes to ingredients. Check the ingredients, Joel. Let me know. So what can you tell people about just ingredients and just how you guys take care of that? So first of all, the active ingredient or the mechanism of action is the CO2 gas. That's really what's effective. So once you mix those two gels together, it creates the CO2 gas. So you have to immediately use it. You can't put it down. So once you use it, that gas will flow out for about 45 to 60 minutes. But the action continues because we have used, we've done studies with diabetic ulcers. And I'll use that because what a diabetic ulcer is a lack of circulation, right? And then it says the ulcer can't heal. So we've had non-healing diabetic ulcers, which have healed in as little as eight days with the CO2 lift. That, wow. Think about that. It is something that cannot heal. In eight days, it can close. So we've done diabetic ulcer studies with and consistently get similar results. So we're looking at um, the CO2 is really the benefit of using the CO2 lift V. So you have, there's no other one, by the way, on the market. There's no other CO2 lift gel for vulvovaginal rejuvenation. But you have other things like, for instance, you may have people who use HA, hyaluronic acid serum, and they use it inside. But, you know, when I speak with my medical directors about that, is that it's, some, it's too big of a molecule. It's almost like, to me, using a very expensive lube. Mm. So it's going to glide better. But if you want something that's going to, to recondition the skin, that's going to increase blood flow, that's going to rebuild that tissue to make it thick, I don't know of anything else out there that is able to do that besides an energy-based device, which now is more expensive. And it, there's downtime. And it's going to take some time before you get to that, which is great. But in terms of as a standalone, the CO2 Levy, there's nothing else like that that I know of on the market. Very cool. We've been talking all about women. What about me? What about guys? Can, can a guy use this CO2 product for, I don't know, nitric oxide? Maybe I want a little bit of a lift, you know, and I want to be virile in that desire. Have you, what, have you seen anything with men? So men, interestingly enough, we don't really focus on that. We do have a lot of men for the skin, certainly. I mean, a lot yeah. of men, they just want something quick and easy. They don't want... I mean, my husband, who cannot do anything for himself, I have to force him to do a skincare routine. He'll do the CO2 lift once a month um, because it's easy. But what I've seen is that some physicians are using it for the penis. So for, for erectile dysfunction, it depends on what it is that you're looking to accomplish. So definitely by using it down there, men are going to get nicer, softer skin. They're going to get fuller testicles. But I think more importantly, what I've seen is that after five treatments, their shim score of a man will increase five to even 12 points. 
So that's if they're experiencing mild to moderate ED, they can use the CO2 lift for five nights in a row and they can experience stronger erections that last longer because of using that. So that's a great thing. It can be used, you know, in around the anus. I mean, it can be used in, for people who have, you know, maybe they have, um, what's that, hemorrhoids, you know, they can use it around there. So, I mean, men can, again, it can be used skin, male skin, female skin, but certainly for in the sexual health arena, in terms of desire, I don't think men need any help with that part. <laughs> as far you're well, the man you can tell you can tell me that but certainly you know that's going to give localized blood flow to that area and even for women who are doing you know say they're doing the p shot or they're doing any type of like gains wave right they used to use have to use a penis pump mm -hmm. right following it either for the p shot because of blood flow but some it's so hard. some men don't even have the time they may not want to do that well you can increase the blood flow with the co2 lift so you put it on just lie down, watch a movie, get up, wash it off. You're good to go. I love it. And then will men or women, I mean, you mentioned that women will, you know, spend the night with this, uh, the CO2 lift in, inside them. But will any of them use it like a pre-sexual routine or for like you a little bit of a boost? That's interesting. I have, there's a, a physician in, um, in Beverly Hills who doesn't tell patients to wash it out. Um, and then definitely they'll feel it because it's gel and it's cool and it definitely can. But um, so they, it's up to the person. We as a company always just because that's what we've been advised. You yeah. wash it out. Um, but certainly it's not going to harm you. Um, but it does make it you can. It, I think sexual intercourse right after doing a treatment, it actually feels really nice because it's very hydrated inside um so you know you will feel better your partner will feel better so it's it's a nice uh pre you know or even you know i know people who've used it as foreplay putting it in and then mm -hmm. take it out and then ready after you yeah. know intercourse yeah Okay, we've got even sounds like you have you can have more new products coming out of here. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, some... know. I know, <laughs> Lana. Speaking of that, any uh, any exciting projects that you guys are working on right now? We're doing um, some clinical studies, um, different ones that I'm really excited. We've really been working with. As I mentioned to you, first of all, we're doing another one on the V, which is very exciting, which we're in the process of doing. And I think right now, as of today, they've done about 25 women, so another 25 to go. So that's really exciting to me to have it soon published again and be able to speak on podium at a lot more of the gynecology meetings. Um, we're working on another one on the face pre and post CO2 laser in terms of uh, healing for the skin, because it, again, it is the fastest way to regenerate the skin after a procedure. But what I'm also excited about is working with a lot of plastic surgeons. So they're using it on the flap to help heal better outcomes and prevent necrosis. Um, they're using it also on when they do high def liposuction, which was really interesting. Normally, when you do that sort of thing, you want the patient to go to a hyperbaric oxygen chamber. Some people don't have access to it or it's expensive. So now physicians are using it there, as well as when the, even when you do breast, you talk about breast augmentation, many women experience you know their, their nipples, the sensation goes. So again, you need blood flow. So they're putting there to bring back sensation. So we're doing quite a bit of these studies, which will be published in these different areas, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, that's very cool. Quick question. I had a client with an anal fistula. Have you ever heard of, and has anybody used the CO2, you know, for that specific thing? I mean, I know that's a, that's a kind of a... So describe there. what that means. It's like I a think. hole, and, and you know, typically you might see this with someone like Crohn's, and they can actually mm -hmm. develop a hole kind of in the intestine, which like kind of burrows down into the anus, and then there's this seeping hole that's there, and it won't close. And so mm -hmm. this person is experiencing like, like reoccurring pus, you know, and, and it's really devastating. Oh my goodness. That would be a, well, put it this way. First of all, we're getting so many of our indications from our physicians. It's almost like CO2 lift is like Windex. You know, how some yeah. people say spray with Windex because so, that's how we knew that it's working with eczema, rosacea, which was interesting. If you think of a skin condition like rosacea, CO2 lift increases vasodilation. So someone who is suffering from rosacea, that redness, why is it going to work when it does? because it's treating the skin barrier, right? Mm. So I would I would say to the person, and if they're listening, try it, it cannot yeah. help. I mean, I know that you have, you know, for people who, you know, people who deal, 
who are into anal play, for instance, they use it to help keep the integrity of the anus. They mm. just use the same applicator and squirt it up. Or people who are suffering with hemorrhoids, they squirt that up, and it helps to keep the integrity of the anus. Certainly, for that uh, gentleman who's or that person who's experiencing it, it can't help. It can't yeah. hurt. It can yeah. only help. Yeah, that that would be... they, and they need, I would say that whenever you talk about something with healing, they need to do a minimum of four. And he would okay. do it every night for four nights. And I'm telling you, if we're having non-healing diabetic ulcers close, why wouldn't it help him as well? That, that's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, if it's doing all of this, I, I don't see why it, it wouldn't do it. And if someone buys the kit, uh, would that last four days in a row for someone? Yeah, so the kit okay. has, the kit has, you can have a three count or you have a five count kit. So I would say for someone like that, get two, three cones. Yeah. And then, you know, just do it back to back and see. Because even in the even in the ulcers that I looked at, when we did the larger study, I mean, these were wounds were large and just pussy and horrible. They used, they did three a week for four weeks. Okay. So, you know, and then it, those, they closed. So, I mean, I think he, that person, six is a great, a safe number to do. And, um, and then he can see for himself. Very cool. Okay. I'm, I'm curious, you know, you are so into all this stuff in terms of this regenerative anti-aging medicine and all that kind of fun stuff. I'm always interested in a high performer like you, like what are some of your habits or rituals or practices that you do on a regular basis? It's I, I, yeah, I've do the same thing I've been doing for 20 years. I mean, what I'm, first of all, I'm a big workout person, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm a big believer, you have to take care of your body. And so exercise is a big part of it. I mean, I do it not only to, to, you know, for the physical look of it, benefit of it, but also for the emotional benefit of it. But you know, I'm a big believer in prayer and meditation and Bible reading. I mean, those are th habits that I love. I mean, I think the Bible is the wisest book. It's the most, it's the best selling novel. I mean, I don't know. There's no other book that has such a wide um, has, has such a wide audience, and it has so many different, so much wisdom in it. And so, you know, I, I'm a big daily Bible reader. I I pray every day. You know, I work out. I drink water. I'm a big. You know, one of the things is the first thing I do when I wake up, which I've done this for the, over 20 years. You know, I get up once I recognize that I'm up. I pray. That's the first mm -hmm. thing. Then I get wow. up and I pee. And I go and weigh myself. If I'm at a hotel because I travel all the time, sometimes they don't have a scale, then I drink a liter of water first thing. And then I get back and I start my reading, my breathing, and then um, prayer. And then I start my day. And I normally will work out either in the morning or in the afternoon, but I do at least five days a week I work out. That's awesome. I'm a big journaler. I mean, I'm trying to think. I have all the habits. I journal because I have to get my thoughts out. I'm a big, I take time to think. You know, I just really spend time just thinking, you know, there's nothing around because I so much on my mind and I get a subject that I want to think about and I just think and then I have my, I write down my ideas and my thoughts and I time it. <laughs> so I, ah. you know, but I put my phone away so I don't look at my phone and the timer goes off and I'm finished thinking. I know that sounds kind of weird. I, I actually got that um, idea from one of Tony's. I did um, business mastery with Tony Robinson and that was one of the ideas and it has been working for me. Yeah, I love that, and I actually know a lot of high performers. I don't think it's weird at all. They they will set like twenty minute timers, and just it keeps us, you know, going because otherwise, next thing you know, we're like you said, you could get distracted, multitasking, doing other things, and twenty minutes, ninety minutes is kind of a nice sweet spot where then you can move on to the next task and like, but but, but be present for those that allotted amount of time, like you said. Yes, for sure, yeah. for sure. Lana, I want to wrap things up, but before I do, just anything that I didn't ask you that you wish I had? First of all, I love you. I love your style. Your energy, Joel, is just so good. I, you just, you're so uplifting. Um, I think you ba I think you covered everything. I think that one thing I'd like to let people know, people always want to know what are they going to see or what are they going to feel after the first treatment of CO2 left? And it, it actually depends on the condition of your skin. You know, if you're, so, if you're someone who has dehydrated skin, who, are, who isn't taking care of their skin, you're going to see like as if you fit, your skin got a large glass of water. So your skin is going to be like, wow. For people who take care of their skin are constantly getting treatments, you have to consider what's happening underneath the skin. I think one of the stats that I really appreciated from one of our clinical studies that was done this year is that after six applications, you increase elasticity in your skin 26%.
Now that is huge. The, the doctor, Dr. Zoe Drelos, who's a dermatologist who did the study, was very impressed with that because typically if you look at other cosmeceutical products, they will say a measurable increase in elasticity or a measurable increase in hydration because they, it just means that it maybe went up 5%. But to be able to say 117% increase in hydration or 26% increase in elasticity after only six applications, nothing does that for the skin. So to, if you want to keep your skin healthy, really consider using carboxytherapy. And hydration is a big thing. I see so many different, I was at a meeting last week in California and, you know, they're put, really talking about skin vive. So Allergan has a new new thing out, skin vive about hydration because they recognize the benefit of hydration. I love that they're doing that. And I'm thinking, you know, when I was looking at um, some of the stats, it said, you know, measurable increase in hydration. Of course, you have to go to a doctor and they have to stick your skin. And then there are things that could go wrong, you know. And and I love that Allergan is doing that. But then I thought, you know, CO2 lift, a simple gel to get this hydration. And it doesn't end. After you do a three, a minimum of three, your hydration never goes back to baseline. So you basically can wow. keep that going with just a monthly treatment. So you think of it like vitamins for the skin. That's kind of where I want people to think of it. And I love that so many physicians are looking at this as a tool, something that has to be in their toolkit when they talk about skin health. And um, and so I think that, you know, just consider it. It's something, it's new technology, something that you can do for yourself that's going to give you some medical grade product that you can do at home. You know what? Okay, now before we do wrap things up and we'll let everybody know where they can find you and, you know, get the lift, you know, our focus was a, a lot also on sexual health, but now I'm thinking of all these other applications. You mentioned ulcers already. What about, you know, have you seen anything pre, post-surgery? I mean, I got to imagine these are going to be some really beautiful things to add into the toolkit. Uh, you know, I, I do some physical therapy using a uh, electric stim machine, but I mean, this would be a really good thing. I'm, a, I'm thinking, right? Pre, post-surgery? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Because before any kind of procedure, whether you're doing surgery, whether you're doing something energy-based, you want healthy skin, whether you're even doing fillers. And so many people are going away from that puffy look, which I'm so happy. But you want to prep the skin. So you want your skin health to be optimal, which means your hydration level is optimal. Because then the procedure is going to work better and you're going to heal better. So prepping the skin, and then post. It's interesting. I recently had was diagnosed with vitiligo, which was very upsetting. I don't know if you know what that means. Yeah. Vitiligo. Okay. Yeah. So that was last year, October. And I'm thinking, how does a 52-year-old get diagnosed with vitiligo? So I always thought it happened so much earlier in life. Yeah. So you're not really seeing, um, I don't really, I'm just maybe my fingers, you know, have some, some sort of thing. So I can't use anything energy-based on my face anymore. So it really is a CO2 lift, which now I'm doing every two weeks just to keep my skin looking looking well. But I um, recently saw what they call, so when they have those white spots, they call it a lesion. I saw it in my eyebrows. So I was like, oh my God. So nor, they're in my body, I use a light. So this UVB light, and you start off with, 16 seconds is what I start off. No, I'm up to six. And I do it every, maybe three times a week. I'm up to six minutes and 12 seconds. But when I saw this in my face, I was like, oh my God. So you put on these goggles and then I went inside its UVB light for six minutes and 12 seconds. Joel, that was such a mistake. I came out, I was three shades darker. In here. I was like, oh my God, this looks so crazy. Um, so I said, okay, I need a chemical peel. No, I hadn't had a chemical peel in years. So I'm thinking, let me get something, a superficial chemical peel, and they're going to use a TCA peel. So when they were, the person who was doing it to my skin was doing it, they were like, Lana, this is so impressive. My skin didn't burn because my skin is so thick from using regular CO2 lifts. Then in addition, Joel, my skin didn't peel. So more, nor typically when someone has a chemical peel, they just keep shedding like a lizard. Yep. My skin didn't peel at all, but my skin got the benefit. It lightened up, to so it got back. I was like, when is my skin peeling just by washing all of my skin peeled without any downtime? In other words, no one could see it, but I got the benefit benefit of it. So I would say certainly the CO2 lift is a great pre-treat for any procedure and definitely for post, whether you're doing, you know, again, a procedure on your face, a simple micro needling to you're getting a facelift to put it on the, the flaps to put it, you know, on the, on your, if you're doing breast, any kind of surgery, surgeons are using it, you can use it too. Yeah. 
Very cool. I mean, there just seems like there's going to be so many other applications for it other than just skin health because I think it's the benefits are happening, you know, biologically, you know, within our systems and our bodies are made of systems. And so what it, what you've created, it, it, it's it's very neat. And I, and I think it's going to help a lot of people. So that's exciting. Also, Joe, one more yeah. thing, too. I want to always tell women, do not forget your neck. You know, I think that when yeah, talk I talk about that. Because when you look at, you know, sometimes you with a woman, you look at their face looks good, but their neck, you very few things you can really do for your neck. You know, the neck. Now, is on, this even for women that are not overweight and or they yeah. had weight issues and then they lost weight? I mean, just that saggy neck you're talking Listen, about. The neck gets crepey. If just, I mean, if you really observe women, their face can look good if they're doing their face, but because they're not treating their neck, their neck looks crepey and looks older. Mm. Definitely put the CO2 lift is going to keep your, keep your neck as youthful as your face. And then your hands are another end. If so, it's really just a matter of what you can afford. But I, you know, if you can afford to do your neck, your face, your knees, I mean, as you get older, you're like, shoot, this is happening here, here to me. CO2 lift works and it doesn't just last for the day. If you, once you do the series, you will see that to maintain it is very easy to do. So just maintain it by putting a little bit. So for the face, you have to do it thick, face and neck. But then other areas, you can put it on your hands, you can put, and then you can wear gloves. If you don't want to walk around and keep your hands like this, just put on some gloves, put it on your knees. Um, if that's something that bothers some to you, you know, it's great on, for, for cellulite. I know there's another, uh, another study that they're doing it for CO2 lift with cellulite, which when I saw the pictures, it was very impressive. So, I mean, again, if you, it's about regeneration and, you know, there's so many things you can do to regenerate the skin, but I tell people, you know, it's like you can get to Asia on a boat. You can eventually get there. But CO2 lift is definitely the jet plane. It's the fastest way to get the results. I love it. Lana Kerr, amazing stuff. Thanks for sharing this with us. Tell everybody just where they can learn more about you, either on social media, just up what you're up to, and CO2 lift and all the good things that you guys are coming out with. Yes, thank you so much, Joel. So I'm at the Lana Kerr on Instagram, but we have at CO2 lift and at CO2 lift V. So those are some things. And, um, and of course, our website, www.co2lift.com. I know that we're doing a, a discount for your, for your listeners, for your audience, for 15% off Joel15. And, uh, and you know, if any questions, if you DM any of those, those handles, either I will get back to you or one of our team members will get back to you and we'll be happy to answer any questions. Amazing. Lana Kerr from CO2Lift, thank you so much for being on the show. Appreciate you. Oh, Joel, you're amazing. And thank you so much for having me.